Welcome to Dive In Deep. I'm your host, Jessica Birch. This is season one, episode five. Today we are talking all about the Capricorn inner child and the mystical father. So go ahead, take a couple moments, get yourself sorted. If it feels right for you, you can just take a seat, close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths with me just to land. Closing your eyes doesn't feel safe at this time for whatever reason. You can just let your gaze soften. Take a slow, deep breath in. Sigh it out. Again, breathe in. physically on this earth plane. Notice what's alive for you today. And just offer yourself the gift of being present with whatever is here. It's all welcome. Let it all be welcome. Hold that space for yourself. Actually, our ability to hold space in the sense that we are gonna end up diving very deeply into today. So let's just take a moment to lay down the characteristics of this sign, this earth sign this cardinal sign and if you're not familiar with astrology essentially cardinal signs are like the initiators so the capricorn archetype is just that so earthly (laughs) so so cardinal the archetype is so ambitious it is driven by achievement It is practical, it is responsible, it is cautious, it is disciplined, 
It is materialistic and very money-oriented. And no matter what your astrological sign, we all have all of these aspects of ourselves in our, in our charts, in our energetic makeup, in our astrological makeup. And like every sign, like everything in this plane of duality, there are shadows and there are light sides to each sign. So on the positive side, and we'll start with that because I have a tendency for the purpose of medicine and healing to talk more about <laughs> the dark parts. So let's just talk about the light for a moment so we can ground down into that. In a positive light, the sign of Capricorn is the sign of the Father. And when a <clears throat> father of a family, especially traditionally, and I, this is really hard to language, and, and please, please feel um, inclusive in all of this, even if my words come out um, stereotypically, um, oriented and in gender this is not how i this is not how i mean it this is just how my channel um, and the message comes through so please please apply this to your own self your own life your own experience your own childhood as needed and with that i send you all of the love all of the acceptance all of the support the capricorn is the sign of the father right the man of the house the one who goes to work every day provides for the family provides stability is responsible is practical right is disciplined is bringing home right that financial abundance now obviously we live in the 21st century and i'm all for power to everyone so this might have looked different for you in your childhood and this might look different for you now. And what I'll say with that piece is we all have this inside of us and this is actually where we're getting, this is where we're headed to today is the mystical father. And the mystical father is our own inner father figure. Our own inner parent and our own ability to hold the masculine container of safe space for us to have that foundation of safety and security to have what we need to survive and to thrive So before we head there, <laughs> let's start to dive into the darker sides of or the more challenging aspects of what this sign offers us in lessons in this life or experiences in this life. And that is attachment, 
attachment to the material realm, attachment to the earth realm in a way that is not healthy. The driving force of money and greed. And in its shadow aspects, this archetype brings in oftentimes what we experience as insecurity, as um, low self-esteem when we're talking about enoughness. Now, all of these things can be applied in different ways and different signs, but for the sake of today, it can be the need for approval and the desire of affirmation from the external environment. And oftentimes in my own life, my own experience, my own childhood, and many, many of my clients, when we work with this sign, we get to heal the father wound. Because no matter how amazing your father was, and, and let me just put this piece in here, and you may experience these things through your mother or through a different figure in your life, right? Or in yourself, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be the father, but I'm talking about that divine masculine fathering figure. Oftentimes, it is that essence, that energy, that father figure energy that as children we seek approval of. We seek affirmation from as a love language. We want our parents or our fathers to be proud of us because if they approve of us, if he approves of us, he will provide for us, <laughs> we can be safe, we can be taken care of, we can survive. And what happens is when we don't receive this in childhood, to whatever degree, and some of us may have had fathers who were super loving, super verbal, <laughs> super communicative, connected to themselves emotionally and able to express those things. But, assuming that you are here for a divine reason and listening to this podcast today, for most of us, this is not the case. And that doesn't mean that our fathers didn't love us. But the men in this world have gone through so much trauma and I'm really honored to talk about this today because there has been such an explosion of information and support for the divine feminine and please again know that when I'm talking about feminine and masculine I'm not always talking about men as a woman myself and someone who defines as a very feminine being I also grew up with um, not having a healthy environment to express my emotions. But typically, 
more masculine beings or the masculine inside of yourself. We're not supported in childhood. We're not given a safe space to express. So as children with fathers who are muted, how do they give us our affirmation? That verbal affirmation of love? They don't because they can't. Right? Or maybe not in the way that we needed. So this is the work that we're going to do today is, is eventually we're going to get to giving ourselves this love that we need, this affirmation that we need, this approval that we need. So I want you to take a few moments to start to reflect and I always encourage to have a journal here so that you can write some notes down so that you can remember so that you can ground that awareness into a more earthly realm which is very important in this um, Capricorn-esque season and episode I want you to think back into your life into your childhood to where you were seeking approval from the external environment and maybe this is still the case likely this is still the case right healing isn't linear this will always come up in some form or another but where do you seek approval from others? And maybe this is landing really hard with your experience with your father as a child or maybe still now. And how do you still seek or how did you seek his approval? Can you remember a time when it would have meant the world? to you if he told you that he was proud that he loved you that he was amazed by you that what you do or maybe what you achieved or the way in which you achieved this thing was fucking amazing and he's proud of you Or maybe there was a moment in your life where you tried and got knocked down. And instead of offering unconditional approval and love, you felt rejected, unaffirmed, insecure, unsafe because you didn't receive the approval and love that you needed in that moment I remember this time when I was a child and I like all of us as we become more awakened and and some of us are just born this way to a little bit of a higher degree am very very sensitive 
and I'm very feminine and very emotional and I remember this one time where I was very young, I was maybe like eight and I was riding my bike and I fell off my bike and I really, really hurt myself. Like, gashed open, wound, I was bleeding, I was like in so much pain, I landed on concrete, we all know how much that hurts. And instead of offering love and support in that moment, I gotta get up, you're fine. And not that that this was wrong, right? He was trying to make me strong. He was trying to make me tough. And because of that, I have gotten tougher. I have gotten stronger. I have been able to take on more pain from the world and handle it and stay in my power because of that. So not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But what the little girl inside of me needed is a hand to get back up, a recognition that I just hurt myself and am I okay, right? So there's no right, no wrong. I mean, depending on your own experience, I definitely don't want to take away from anybody's trauma because this is something so small in comparison to what so many of us go through. But I want to give you another example from my childhood where (laughs) I finally felt like, you know, my well-being in this capacity was cared for. And I rode horses as a kid. Well, I rode horses for most of my life. I competed. And I always ended up with very hot horses, which essentially means very energetic and a little crazy. (laughs) And we were going for this jump, and my horse dodged the jump at the very last moment, and I came landing down onto the very hard, very solid, in the middle of winter, wooden poles on my shins. And I landed so hard that everybody in the arena thought that I broke my legs. I did not. I got very badly injured, but I did not. And it was the first time that I saw the look of fear in my father's eyes for my physical well-being. And for some reason, that stuck so hard. I was like, oh my God, he loves me. (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. I have a beautiful, amazing father, and he loves me, and he would die for me. He would do absolutely anything for me. But the inner child receives whatever the inner child receives, right? Based on the perception and the experience. And in that moment, for the first time, he came running in to make sure I was okay. He was genuinely worried for my safety. And again, not that that was right or wrong or or I blame him for these instances in any way, but it's so interesting to see how that creates an imprint in our sense of need and love and approval. And yeah, so I'm just giving you a couple of examples to help you land your own 
because for many of this many of us this can come up in so many different ways right another thing that's so common for so many of us is as children so we're in childhood right now is our marks in school and if we had a father who really valued education and high marks especially because the older generations had to work so hard to give us whatever level of privilege we grew up in and for them receiving education and having high achievements in education in sports in whatever was valued so high because to them it was necessary for our future survival and in many ways although this is often driven by fear it is often and also driven by their love but we can perceive it in wrong ways things can be a little bit more complex than just that black and white So really allow yourself to just recognize where you have experienced moments in your life where you desired approval or affirmation, right? The masculine in its shadow, the feminine also in its shadow. And again, I'm not just talking about gender here has a really hard time expressing themselves, especially in emotions that are to one extreme or the other. As, as human beings, we're generally comfortable in the middle ground of like neutral. But as soon as we are triggered and we have a hard emotion or a very open and vulnerable and loving emotion to express and to be in the throat chakra often closes so with all of this i want you to recognize how whatever happened to you and please know that this can go so much further back than childhood, but most of us don't have the ability to remember past lives. So whatever happens, you know, manifests in our, in our childhood so that we can, in our whole lives, so that we can work through our karma, work through our shit. So I'm not blaming anyone here. I'm not saying anything is right or wrong. But how has your experience through your childhood, whether it's with your father or some um, other external person that has shaped your inner value system and your sense of personal enoughness, right? Because if we're good enough, then we're approved of, right? If we're not good enough or we don't do good enough, this enoughness, then we don't receive maybe the approval or the unconditional love that obviously we all truly need. So with this, we are going to take a look at the present moment. 
And I want you to see how and where these patterns are still playing out in your life today. And with that, looking at the driving force behind all of these things, all of these aspects, the driving force behind your ambition, your desire for achievement, the amount of responsibility or the things in which you take or do not take responsibility for, the discipline and structure of your life, is it healthy? Your drive and desire for materialism and money, your sense of security within yourself, your sense of enoughness within yourself. Do you approve of yourself? Do you affirm yourself? So what is your inner dialogue and how do these aspects still play out in your life today? Do you still seek validation from the external environment? And then it's okay, right? And then you're enough. Do you still seek affirmation from your external environment? Is there a neediness inside of you that keeps you from being your own sovereign being? And let me just insert this, that I am not saying to not receive support. I am not saying to not receive affirmation or any kind of approval from the outside. Affirmation is a beautiful love language that can really help us learn to navigate our inner world. Affirmation is one of the most important languages that I experienced of love that helped me deepen my own intuitive knowing. The language of affirmation is what helped me connect deeper to my heart's knowing, my womb's knowing, my intuitive third eye wisdom through seeking support and receiving support and surrounding myself by beings who were at least one step ahead and could help me see. So I'm not saying don't receive support, don't receive affirmation or anything like this from the outside. That too. But what I am saying is don't value it more than your own. Don't value the voice and the approval and the affirmation from someone else more than your own. What happens is we actually end up with a very weak voice on the inside. Not that that voice is weak, let me rephrase that. A very big disconnect between our own inner voice that approves or disapproves of what we do, right? Our inner conscience our disconnect from our voice of affirmation, our yes and our no, 
And when we lose connection to our own inner voice, our own authentic being, of course we don't feel secure. Of course we experience insecurity because we are not guided by the inner voice that keeps us safe. Energetically safe, mentally safe, emotionally safe, physically safe, all of the safes. <laughs> and we feel like we're not enough because we're not our whole being. When we're disconnected from parts of ourself, then of course we're not enough because we're not all of ourselves. Of course we don't feel enough. We are always obviously, hopefully this is obvious enough, that we are always enough. That our value is completely priceless. So what we're going to do for this last little portion is move through a practice of the mystical father. We're going to connect to the mystical father and we're going to do some inner parenting because when we are triggered, when life throws us any kind of curveball, in order to grow, in order to shift energetically and realign, first we need to process, right? Not numb out, not bypass, but process the inner experience that happens. And the first piece of this is our ability to hold space for ourselves. And that container of space is very masculine in the energetics. So again, beyond gender here, masculine in the energetics, that, that container, that structure, that space where we're being held. And then within that space, within that time that we take to work through and process what's happening inside of us, what is actually going on within your mind, within the voices inside of you? And there often appears to be a very fine line here, though it gets clearer and clearer as you continue to work with this between feeling your emotions and getting caught up in them, attached to them, running and, and being in the story that often comes um, with them in your trigger and holding space for yourself, feeling your emotions and transmuting them, working with them, processing them, and coming out of it. So most of us, or at least many of us in many situations, when we get triggered, our minds 
instantly turn back into our three-year-old mind or our five-year-old mind or whatever um, whatever age the real trauma happens that actually causes us to be triggered in the present moment because if all of our wounds were healed from our childhood even when shit happened in life um, we wouldn't be so triggered we would be able to hold our ground hold our space hold our center hold our alignment but this is often not the case and this is why we're here today so with this we're going to work through a process of um, mystical parenting so that you can experience to whatever degree a practice that I hope can help you like it has been helping me work through my trauma, my shit, my baggage, because we all have it. So take a moment if you need to jot something down, if you need to adjust yourself, if you need to bring yourself into a safe space, we're going to do a little meditation. First of all, make sure you are in a space that feels very safe a place where you can maybe close the door or close down your eyes get into a comfortable seat safety is very very important when we are working through these sorts of things and actually in life safety is one of the first and foremost more important thing most important things always because if we are not rooted then we can't open up other parts of ourselves um, in a stable way. It may open, but it won't last long. <laughs> and it might open you up to some um, vulnerability that um, isn't desired at the time. Not that vulnerability is, is bad, it's a beautiful thing. So, comfortable seat. Adjust yourself, close your eyes. I'm going to encourage you and invite you to place both of your hands on your heart center. And take a slow, deep breath in. Full breath out. Inhale. And exhale. Continue to breathe with awareness, with mindfulness. Allow yourself to become very heavy in your seat. Let go of any tension you're holding in your hips, in your bum, in your perineum. 
in your yoni or the front side of your pelvic floor. Let your whole pelvic floor soften and relax. Let go of any tension you're holding in and around the hips, the lower belly, the lower back. Start to breathe into this low space of your body. Breathing into it, sending the expansion of your breath there as you inhale, letting it expand, letting your muscles expand. And then as you exhale, just let them soften. Try not to recontract them. Becoming heavier, more grounded, more safe in your body, more anchored in your body. And then let that be there and start to bring your awareness into your heart with your hands on your heart center if that feels okay for you and start to breathe into and out of this heart space Give yourself permission to feel what's here, what's alive in your heart. to tune in to your inner child the part of you that feels insecure the part of you that feels like you are not enough the part of you that seeks approval from the outer world the part of you that still seeks affirmation from the outer world allowing it all to start pouring into your heart please do not judge Please do not criticize these parts of yourself. Give yourself this space to be neutral towards it if possible. And just let these parts of yourself arrive in your heart. And 
and with this part of your being the part of you that is ambitious the part of you that is driven the part of you that seeks achievement the part of you that takes on too much responsibility the part of you that gets burnt out because you do too much or you do from a place of lack and fear instead of love and overflow letting all of that pour into your heart breathing with it feel free to let out an audible exhale as you start to feel the pain that these parts of your being this part of your inner child holds the energy and essence of this inner child landing in the heart And now we hold, we hold space for this being and we call upon our own inner parent, we call upon the mystical father and there are two aspects of this mystical father one of them is the inner parent our inner father the other is the divine father the masculine essence of spirit or god or creator whatever um, label you connect to you can insert it here So connecting to both, if that feels right for you. Your inner parent, your inner father, and the divine father. And I want you to take all of this sensation, all of these pieces that have landed in your heart, and I want you to create this bubble of safety not to trap it, not to put it in a box and store it away, but to wrap it up in a blanket, to surround it by 
the loving arms of a hug. And if you've ever received a hug from a man or your father or someone who just made you feel really safe with your hands on your heart with this protective layer that you're placing around all of these parts of your inner child this inner child who is suffering I want you to invoke that feeling of that hug, that feeling of that unconditional love and safety. I want you to breathe into that feeling. And from that place, embodying and channeling the divine father embodying and connecting to your own inner mystical father i want you to start to tell yourself everything you need to hear to feel approved of to feel affirmed to feel loved feel safe, to feel enough, to feel secure within your own self and in your own connection to that which is higher. Take a few deep breaths with this, breathing in the affirmation, breathing in the approval, breathing in the enoughness, breathing in the love. And allowing this process to start to transform the feelings inside of you that the inner child has been holding and suffering from with this unconditional love that you are now able to provide for yourself. Take one more deep breath here. Give yourself a hug. Give yourself some love. Start to move your body in a gentle way, a way that feels good. Gently flutter your eyes open. I'm going to encourage you to take some time when you have the time to write down what it is that you told yourself, what it is that you need to hear. I want you to write down all of the things that you are so damn proud of, 
I want you to write down all of the things that you approve of within yourself, that you love within yourself, that you are grateful for within yourself. And from that, maybe choosing three affirmations that you can take with you in the form of um, maybe a very short sentence like, I am enough or I am valuable, or I am loved, whatever it is, make your own so that they really resonate inside of you. And my love, the next time you have an emotional trigger or you catch yourself in an internal or external dialogue where you are seeking approval from something that doesn't feel good, if you're seeking approval from someone else or if you're seeking approval from the inside, like in your own inner world, but the voices coming back at you are bullshit. <laughs> if the voices coming back at you are like, oh, a story, you're tapping into your victimhood, you're um, going back into a place that's not of service for you to take space, to hold space for yourself and do this practice of allowing yourself to feel the insecurity that comes up with all of this and to connect to your inner mystical father and the divine father spirit and dialogue with yourself internally in a way that is going to help you transmute this pain transmute this trauma so that you can be a beautiful secure powerful sovereign being <sighs> thank you thank you Thank you.